Welcome to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm your host, Megan Hyde, here with my co-host, Kristen Hughes. And today we're talking about the worst mistake you can make with your marketing every single year. So before we get started, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave some feedback, and generally just engage with the content. We love hearing from you guys and it helps us create better stuff for you. So Kristen, what is the worst thing you can do every single year for your marketing? Go. Completely stopping all marketing efforts after your peak season. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so we see this so much. Yeah. And like. why is that? I don't, I, I think it's. I, don't I tell put, me you don't know. Cause you know, I know, I know. Right. <laughs> I, if I put myself in the shoes of, of a client that I've had, it would be, um, they're so exhausted from all the effort that they had during their peak season or busy season that it's, I need a break and you know, I'm not going to get as many customers during this time because I already know it's just the way it is. So I'm just going to stop spending my money because I'm not getting the business immediately from that. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So for you. Headed in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> you nailed it. I get it. But let's simplify it a little. So right. that being said, let's like you are hindering your momentum. You're literally yes. putting a break in the chain and starting from scratch every time you pick back up. Better way to say it. No, you nailed no, it. No, it's great. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Yes, I completely agree with you. And it matters because people notice, but they don't realize they notice. So right. like for an example of that, um, let's talk about contracting. So yeah, uh, most likely our contractors, the majority of the industries that I work with are extremely busy during the summer. And as soon as that slow season hits, they're exhausted. They, they don't have any energy to think about anything else other than just what just happened and looking at their revenue maybe they made during that season and they're not thinking ahead. Yep. Yeah. So that like it really is that simple. And then for you listening, like it's just like working out. So if you haven't been to the gym in a little while or you've been going a lot recently and you're sore and you're tired, but you're working toward getting a six yeah. pack or whatever. Right. right. If you stop going, you don't make any progress. Mm -hmm. Or if you don't do the correct recovery, like your your muscles aren't going to be able to keep doing what they're doing or build on the progress you've made. Exactly. So it's exactly the same with building a strategy that works. And like these contractors, if they just keep branding a little bit, they're going to be so much better off in the spring right. when it picks back up. I think of it as if you're relating it to the workout thing, it's you're going to get, you want to be stronger for next year, right? Yeah. So like how are we ready to go? This year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So how are you going to do that? You're going to think about somehow how you're going to, you're going to put a plan in place to be able to be stronger and better for next year. Yeah. Um, whether it's you want more business or, you know, better quality business or whatever your focus is or what your goals are. So, Definitely. Yeah. I, I absolutely um, agree with that. Some side note. Yeah. But I've really loved the term reverse engineering your goals. Yeah. And you have to start from what the goal is and think back. It's planning. Like you've just gone through your funnel and you were in the middle of peak season driving leads. You've got to change change the mindset back to awareness. Um, and if, if you're not familiar with the fun, funnel, you can go back to episode 11 and listen to that. But let's talk a little bit about what you can do to build brand awareness in the off season. Right, right. Yeah. So um, honestly, it's just the very simple fact of educating those people who might need you later. Um and one way, easy way to do that, for an example, is to be active and present on your social channels. Yep. Super easy. Free, too. <laughs> yeah. And when you say educate, it doesn't have to be extensive. Like, it's just giving some value for someone to have a reason to, A, interact with you or, B, remember you at some point. 
Yeah. So it can be super simple. What are, what are some of your favorite channels to use when you're talking to somebody through this? Yeah. So, um, well, I'm, I'm a big fan. I think the majority of the traffic does come through Facebook as we see. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say start there. Most people know how to at least somewhat use it. We've talked about some real easy tools that you can use, um, to help schedule some posts out and do that. So I would absolutely, uh, take advantages of that. If you want to throw some money behind it, there are ways to um, obviously target your ads um, to a specific group of people a little bit easier than maybe, um, or more specific, I'm sorry, than maybe Google yeah. has at some point. So I love, so on the other side, I love Google display ads for this mm-hmm. because you can kind of blanket an area and it doesn't have to be so targeted because you're not going That's for true. leads. So it's like if you're showing up on weatherchannel.com just on the side, you're paying cents on the dollar versus multiple dollars for that impression. And that impression is important. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one way to think about it. Another way, like, so I, we all know I work with a lot of real estate agents, a lot of like more the people matter. So it's like getting your face in front of people. So like using a headshot or using a team and just having it present in those like moments for somebody when they're checking their email or checking their whatever. Um, that's important. Yeah. What do you think about like the more local side of it, like sponsoring events in the office, 5Ks, like just being there? Yeah, absolutely. Getting your name out in the community is a very effective way. I mean, obviously, it's just general awareness and branding like we talked about. So um, take advantage of those. Uh, I know not every industry, their off season is maybe in that the wintertime per se, but they're if it is uh, for you, you can have, I'm sure there's a ton of holiday or community events that you could be a part of that would really benefit as well. Yeah, definitely. So I think what we're getting at is, yeah, we work in digital marketing. Yeah, we love advertising. Yeah. <laughs> we love social media. Like all that a just makes more. sense to us. That can be really overwhelming for you as a small business owner. But anything you do is going to be valuable in this time period. Right. It's just you need to do something because you have to build on the momentum that you had in the peak season, whether it's generating reviews for the next big oh, 100%. Like, yeah. thing coming up because you and need to keep those like timely. Absolutely. Things like that. Well, and then you've talked about um, in other resources we've had, we've, we've talked about email marketing. I mean, mm-hmm. that's you made, that sparked my uh, idea with that as well because uh, the reviews. So if you're already sending out and helping to generate reviews, maybe you're sending out to an email list and, and gathering those for now. Take advantage of that. Maybe do some retargeting with email lists. That would be great as well. Um, yeah. Or even just like people don't like newsletters. Like everyone knows that. But if you're giving a solid one piece of advice right, once a week, like yeah. again, as a real estate agent, yeah, I'll give you tips on prepping your home. Yeah. In the off season, and so it, that would be yeah. It doesn't have to months. be long, like you said, just very right. simple. But if I'm yeah. thinking about selling my house when spring comes back because it's October mm-hmm. or November, like tips on how to prepare my home for a sale is helpful for me as a consumer, even though right. I'm not looking to buy or sell right in this moment. But I will trust you more because you're helping me throughout my process as a consumer without me thinking I'm a consumer. Yeah, that makes that sense. Makes sense. Yep. So, what are your like? Would how would you recommend to a small mm-hmm. business owner? to plan for this? Well, I think it starts, no matter what, it always starts, in my opinion, at at the beginning of the year, whenever you decide to sit down and actually plan out a 12 month and and figure it out of when your peak season is and when you, you know, you probably know your industry, so you know when it's going to die down a little bit and you're going to be able to uh, um, just take that moment and figure out where your dollars are going. Yes, you could maybe pull back on that spend. Most likely, a lot of people do. You pull back during the, the off season, but 
um, where those that's where I would start at least. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look at it for a year. Look at it by quarter because you don't need to go month by month. Like right. you can fill those in a little closer to time. But if you're at least thinking quarters ahead, you're gonna you're gonna have mm-hmm. it in your head of what you need to be doing a lot faster and a lot easier, and it's gonna be a lot less overwhelming. Right. So if you're just thinking, breaking it down, say, hey. March, my season picks up. All right, I need to prep for that March starting in January. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'm behind the ball. And this isn't rocket science. Like, no. meaning no. this is pro- this is a proven way to think about marketing. People have been doing it for years. Large companies do it all the time. You're just scaling it down for you to, like, really be able to think about, okay, what's coming up? What do I need to be doing? Yep. Awesome. Got it. We're good. Mm-hmm. And actually, uh, I want to tie in a little bit with local search and just in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talk about all these ways to advertise and um, if there's a way for you to, I've seen a lot of businesses actually in the off season start up their local search and really clean up their presence and then move forward with more aggressive strategies later. That's a great point yeah. because local search doesn't work overnight. Like that takes time to build right. on itself. Like that takes time to build momentum. That's a classic yeah. example of that. Yeah. Um, and the fact that if you're starting in the off season and you're not n- like it's doing what it needs to while you're resting, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So yeah. it's building up. Right. And then Well, you just mentioned reviews too. So we know that's a huge piece of local exactly. search and what we're trying to do. So take that moment, you know, or take that time to generate those reviews to help your local search presence and be found on the map before your peak season. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. Yeah. The final thing you need to think about as a business owner is you need to shift budget throughout the year and you need to plan what your total budget is at the beginning of the year. Because as a marketer, like I don't expect you to spend your top budget amount all year long, every single month. I expect you to say, hey, I need leads here, so let's spend more Mm -hmm. and I need awareness here. So let's scale back a little bit and do what we can. But that way we're planning allocation consistently throughout the year and just shifting where it needs to be filled, but you're staying consistent to consumers. That's the biggest thing. On that note, I think it's important for you to know as a business owner that we understand that every decision you make as a small business impacts you on a Mm -hmm. personal level, like more so than a large company. So you're feeling at everything that's happening within the business and you're feeling the payments you're making to do marketing. Like Mm -hmm. you see it kind of as an expense where it really should be viewed as an investment and that can be really hard. But if you're planning, you're going to get the most, you're going to build momentum and you're going to make the system you have in place a lot more efficient. I, I think the only thing I'd like to add to that is just exactly what you said in the beginning. And that is do something. Yeah. Don't, don't stop. I know. Don't stop the marketing efforts you're doing. Just make sure if you can have that mindset of just continuing to try to figure out things in the off season, you'll succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And one more thing on that, whether or not you're our client, it doesn't matter. Like it is as a marketer, it can be really not frustrating at all, but painful to watch someone build a great system, completely stop and (laughs) then try to build it back the next year. Because they're so, you can't, it's like plugging (laughs) holes sometimes. Right. That's just not a good way to go about it. And we want you to succeed, whether you're working with us, someone else, it does not matter. Yeah. That's just for you to take and run with. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to our next segment. Uh, This week, I saw a piece of um, advertising. It was actually on the side of a bus stop, and it was just a plain color with some text on it. And it said, um, and it did have the company's logo at the bottom of there too. Mm -hmm. So to help with branding and everything, but, uh, the first, but on the large text read a college kid runs our Instagram account, whatever that is. Hmm. And that was it. 
and then it had the logo at the bottom. So um, it, it was, it got me thinking, of course, and I'm like, okay, well, uh, what do they do? Who is this? Why are they saying this? It just like all these questions started sparking, like, what is the real point of this? What are they trying to get me to do? Um, I, obviously, I'm thinking from a marketing standpoint because that's how my brain works sometimes. But um, I just, I don't know. You, you saw that, right? I showed you that example. And yeah. It's like, I think it fits what was your perfectly thought? with off-season marketing. Huh. Uh, <laughs> it does. So let's unpack this a little bit because there's layers. So the first thing is it said a college kid runs our Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because they clearly have someone doing their marketing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And... The other part is, from my marketing mindset, is clearly they want people to go to their Instagram because mm-hmm. I want to see what this college kid can do and can they do it better than me? Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, that yeah. competitive like vibe, but like, what are they really doing? Exactly. Yeah. But I feel like a consumer might be like, wait, what can this college kid do? Like, mm-hmm. I know this brand. What can they do? Right. And so they're going to visit it. And that, from a marketing standpoint, helps mm-hmm. drive traffic to wherever it's going. But also, you're like, oh, they're having somebody do this. Like yeah. I see this brand, I see this logo, and now I've thought about this brand. So that ties into brand awareness where like the point was never to drive leads or get people no. to, it was a restaurant, never get people to this restaurant. Right. It was to become top of mind and to get people looking at the content this college kid is producing. Right. And that's interesting. Right. So now there could be benefits to driving leads a little bit. And the reason I say once that, there, yeah. yeah, once they get to the site. So if you think about it from, I'll take one step just a little technical this way to mm-hmm. saying like, okay, if they actually Google or figure out, you know, okay, I need to figure out who this brand is. They go to the site, you can hit them with retargeting or anything else. So, um, very, retargeting. I, I know. Right. So <laughs> that's a, that's a really nice, easy way to do it. But re- really when I think about this in the off season, it's take that time to be fun with it, yeah. you know, and that was, that's a great example too. It's, um, this is your time to kind of test things out as well and really make a, I don't know, just make a splash, really. I yeah. know it's I know Especially it's so silly. It's frozen. Oh uh, yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want to think about that right now. <laughs> so I think that's everything. So don't forget to like, comment, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you have any questions or topics, email us at podcast at Thanks again. Bye.